We love hearing from you. Join the conversation anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. You can call or text that number or um, reach out on Facebook mm-hmm. or Instagram. How are you, Mary? I'm doing great. I was just thinking about when you were talking to the teacher. Mm-hmm. I had an art teacher when I was in fifth grade, yeah. and we did this uh, picture on both sides of construction paper. Mm-hmm. And when my daughter actually had this same teacher... Oh wow! And she gave her she gave her this picture that she had saved all those years. Oh whoa! What oh, a so cool teacher! She gave her your the picture that you had made all those years earlier. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Whoa! That's and I was just totally amazed, and yeah. it, it was just my daughter says I can't believe she kept it. No kidding. <laughs> the same shape as when I gave it to her all those years ago. Whoa! So did your daughter come home with it and go here, or was she? She was amazed. She said. Yeah. Mom, she said, my teacher gave me this, and she said that you drew this back in her class. Did you remember it when you saw it, or were you just... Oh, absolutely, I did. That's so cool. Wow. Man, that means she's got everything, and she's probably done that to other people. <laughs> I mean, in probably. a good way. <laughs> yeah, she's probably done so that for I mean, it, other it was people. amazing. Yeah. She's passed away now, but it, yeah. it was just amazing. That's lovely. And I guess you still have it to this day, then? Yes. Nice. Well, thank you, Mary, for that. Things that teachers yeah, the, do the, the that te- matter. The teachers don't don't realize the impact that they really have. Yeah, yeah. no, they don't. And you know, something like that, when you're giving it to the child of a former student, that's, that's super cool. That's, mm-hmm. that's a, a rare case. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because her parents didn't have that artwork, but the right. teacher did. Right. That's a big one. All right, we love you, teachers, and congrats on the end of a school year. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of happy teachers right now, right about now. Um, join us anytime, 877-310-4675. In case you miss anything on the show, you can always listen later. It's the podcast, and you'll also learn, <laughs> as we learned this week from Murphy and Sam, why men get lost at the mall. A great yeah, mystery. Happens. A great yeah. mystery solved from after the show earlier this week. It's not in our genes. And I, and I mean, I don't mean the blue kind. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you ever have trouble? Do you have um, trouble falling asleep at night? On Rarely. Nights? Murphy, and, do I have trouble falling asleep at night? Uh, when Jody's tired, there's no stopping it. Actually, Sam, you Boom. know what I mean? It's yeah. She's out and she lets everybody know it. Oh, I, oh, right. I had a, a friend in college that whenever he would have trouble falling asleep, he would turn the radio on and listen to music. And uh-huh. so I tried that. I've even tried it, you know, older yes, later in life. And it just is. If I hear that noise, I can't fall asleep. I can do it with white Wait. noise or the babbling brook. You can't fall asleep to music. No, cannot seriously. Do it. Cannot it just do it, it probably excites your brain too much. Oh, I can. <laughs> well, they, uh, online they had a little online survey that came up uh, for songs to make your own playlist if you do have trouble falling asleep. Ooh, see, our Taylor listens to. Is it like white noise to sleep to fall right. asleep at night? Well, she this loves is it. yeah. These are songs, that, and they're all kind of slower, more relaxing songs. Uh, there's a little Ed Sheeran on the list. So, honey, now I think pretty much anything Ed Sheeran except for no, the no, not at all. He can rock out. Okay. Some. Uh, also, uh, Murphy, you'll like this one to add to your playlist, Nora Jones. Oh, yeah. I'll probably even dream about her, too. If I heard this one, I think I might be able to. Yeah, to she's got a lot out. like this, actually. Uh, some Sam Smith on there. 
sure we're should get back to some new music I'm soon. ready for it. And uh, one of your favorites right now, Jody, Harry Styles. Just stop you crying, it's a sign of the time. Yep, take a big exhale and just let it in. Mm. And then you picture that video where he's just floating through the air. Yeah. Uh, so you just make a playlist of all these and go right to sleep. I yeah. actually used to listen when I first got an iPod, when I first had that and those were new. I would listen to Willie Nelson at uh, night going to sleep. Well, there are a few Willie songs Relaxing. I could do that to you. Yeah. Yeah. I got this little sample playlist and we're going to put it up at murphysamandjody.com if you want to go get it. Just don't listen while you're driving into work. <laughs> Join the conversation. Join us anytime at 877-310-4MSJ. You can call or text to that number. We love you. The producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today now that you're back from Vegas? Not tired at all. <laughs> we got a message from one of our favorite listeners, Australia's, uh, Australian John. Yes. Hello, John. Australia. John is a truck driver, and mm-hmm. so he gets to listen for long periods of time. And he, Of course, he listens on the app. That's how he yeah. know, gets mm-hmm. it. And he listens and in listens the truck. well. Yeah. And there's one thing he's tired of hearing, and it comes from Murphy. Ah, what? Oh, okay. I'm sorry, John. What am I doing? John says, hello, producer David. Tell Murphy he needs a new saying besides, I'm just saying. (laughs) He's like, he says it so much and it's such a part of him that I know I can predict when he's about to say it during y'all's bits. Really? We all have those. Like, not just us, but like people in in life. You get into um, habits where you have like a crutch phrase and you're known for it among your friends, and we hang out here every morning and yeah. do this, you do say, I'm just saying a lot. I didn't realize that I said that. I, I figured that there were other things that I would use as a buzz or catchphrase, but not that. Uh, yeah. Since he wrote it into me, I've been, I've been noticing it a lot more now. It's funny. Yeah. I told him, I was like, send us a suggestion if you want him to change it up. Well, look, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I don't mean to do it. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you've got one that it? I've picked up on over the years. And it's just the way that you talk. I've heard you do it here, mm-hmm. and I've heard you do it like in the hall. Can you say it publicly? Of course. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. um the way it works is uh, uh, when Sam's explaining something, he'll go the way it works is. Well, that's sort of like the Mister Wizard approach, right? I mean, mm. you're being educational. You're being yeah. It's either that or I'm stalling for some reason. No, I, I think you're. That's that's your pre. I'm about to explain something. Huh. Yeah, it's funny. You don't know your own catchphrases, though. You just can't. Sarah, yeah. you said yours earlier today. Excellent. Oh, <laughs> excellent. Yeah. That is one of Jody's. That's just one word. It's still a phrase. I guess. Phrase. I guess it is. All right. Thank you, John. Yeah. I will watch this. And, you know, because <laughs> since John drives the truck and listens to the entire show, yeah. Yeah. I really have to be careful here. You know, one of my favorite things is I love it whenever I go Facebook Live. I usually do it in the car, carpool Facebook Live, because um, I'm always in the car driving the kids around and whatnot. John pops in a lot. He's there, and it's just so cool knowing mm-hmm. he's in Australia popping in. So if I go Facebook Live in the next day or so, which I plan to, John, I hope to see you. And if you catch me with any buzz phrases, hit me, okay? <laughs> right. All right. Reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram. We love hearing from you. In fact, join the conversation anytime, 877-310-4675. You can call call or text us at that number you can also reach out on facebook or instagram what's up jed been listening to y'all talk about artwork um and hanging up the artwork this morning yeah. and as a teacher we struggle with that too because yeah you know we love all of our students of course we love them all mm-hmm. and some of them clearly just like your kids are more gifted in the art but what i did yeah. in my classroom i had I took a piece of ribbon and literally hot glued the ribbon to the wall and the kids could come in and had um clothespins on it 
the kids came in and hung their work or like anything they wanted to give to me. Like if it was a coloring book page, right. something they drew, a letter, they would come and hang it up there. And at the end of the day, I would go over there and read it. And they would love for me to go over there and look at it sure. and honor it, you know. And then after a week or so, I would take it all down and um, put it in a special place. Then the next week, they would fill it up again. And I will tell you, I, I did Smart. throw away a lot of stuff. Yeah. I threw away a lot of stuff. But I'm going to tell you, now that those kids are graduating from high school, and this was first and second grade, I thought. Yeah. And now they're graduating <laughs> from high school. I wish that I had every piece. Yeah. I would, yeah. like, mail it. I would mail it back to them. Yeah. We all love to see the stuff we did when we were a kid, especially if you forgot about it. Yeah. But that's yeah. a smart what yeah. thing that you did in your classroom because each one got to see that it had its time and it was appreciated. Right. They just want you. It's all that they have to give you. It's all they have. And another thing I wanted to tell you, too, I loved your idea about um, your daughter who writes. Mm-hmm. You could frame her writing just the same as the drawing. Mm-hmm. But there's lots of apps where you can create books. There was a, it's called Book Creator app. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mm-hmm. on the Google, use it with oh. Google Drive. It's called Book Creator. Yeah. Right. You could upload her writing into that and, and publish it right into a book. Oh, um, even and better. Sit that, oh. On, sit that on a table. Oh, teachers always have the best ideas. Yeah, it was good to talk to you guys. Thank you, Jed. Yeah, that's a fantastic <gasps> idea. Except that for me, um, I think I'd mess it up because it's an online, you know, design thing and then you order, you know, I'd, I'd mess up the book. You know me and on, no, no, online ordering anything. No, you do fine with what is it? Oh, Snapfish. Right. The you know when anytime you do the cards yeah. or whatever you do great. Yeah, with you, that. you don't know. You don't know about all the times I've uh. started to do a project on Snapfish and then oh Murphy's got two heads. Yeah, <clears> and every, then I just back everything out. Everything else she orders online. I back that's out when, of it. That's when Walgreens calls and says, "Did you intend to print this?" Ooh, <laughs> hey Jed, thank you so much. Um, join us anytime eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Want to introduce you to a new member of the Murphy, Sam, and Jody family. Who's that? Um, producer Bailey, and we're going to post a picture of him right now at our on our Facebook page. Um, Bailey, first of all, how do you like hanging out with us? It's amazing. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, We've that's never cool. gotten the, the amazing word. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can lay off of that right now. Okay? All right, it's it's kind of okay. <laughs> okay, okay. That's more like you have a real you you sound really great. Oh, thank you. By the way, he's like I mean, he's like totally laid back. You are so your energy is happy for me. I need your kind of energy because well, if you've noticed, I'm kind of high energy. Yeah. And I need people like you. Yeah, I like to try to keep it smooth and you know, man. You're let right. Let he sounds amazing. Uh, we've talked to him here in the room for a couple of weeks, but not on a microphone. <laughs> yeah, there's it's something like, about hey, the microphones. I think I'm, 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 I'm changing therapist. I think Bailey can do better work with me. I'm going to tell you something else, Bailey. That is so cool to me about you that I'm. You know, everybody's going to get to see on our Facebook page if you go right now and see the picture. Um, you wear your hair really long. You have gorgeous hair. It reminds me of like these 80s rockers I used to hang out oh, with. Oh, yeah. I've been growing it out for, I think, like three years now. Have you? Have you? Yeah. Do you trim it at all? No, I haven't cut it since I started college. Oh, so you might have split ends. You just don't know that. <laughs> oh, I do definitely know that. It's there. Yeah. So why did you decide to do that? I don't know. I just don't really like getting my hair cut. It's it's not a fun experience for well, me. You know, it looks I, good on you. I did that for a little while, but then everybody started saying I had a mullet, and it's Mar- like, okay, <laughs> enough did. of this. That was you, long ago, and, and it, you did have a mullet. It was a mullet. You can't cut the front and grow it in the back. I mean, if we need to, we can post pictures, but that was <laughs> no, a mullet. <laughs> no, those are not the pictures we're going to do. Anyway, this is also another cool thing, but sad, I have to bring up about Bailey. Um, you used to have a motorcycle. That's true. You used to come to work on a motorcycle. Wait, used right. to? I know. I asked him about his... It was raining the other day, and I asked him about his bike, and you want to tell Murphy what happened? Yeah, so I went with my band to go 
you know, play a play a show. Okay. And came back three o'clock in the morning. It was totally gone. Somebody stole stolen. his bike. Somebody stole your bike? Straight up. Just that stole. can happen? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I just pictured you, you know, headed to the gig with, the, you know, whatever, strapped to your back and, you know, riding down the highway. So right. you didn't take it with you. No. No. Yeah. They they all ride together. They don't make bi- uh, bike chains for motorcycles? Ah. I, I mean, it, so. it, normally you don't see people, you know, take off with them like that. And right. so... I think they just... They just Rolled around with it. You filed a police report, right? Oh, yeah. Like, I did not, everything. I asked the same so question, Mr. Safety. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was like, if you see that bike, you're going to recognize it. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, the second. Oh, well, I'm sorry. We, That's hard to say goodbye to. We want you to meet, uh, you know, Bailey, long hair and no motorcycle. You can uh, check out our <laughs> Facebook page. And we want to start your week off a little happy. Good news. Jody's good thing. I need some good news. All right, as we always say, there's ton, there's a ton of good news floating around, but it just doesn't get as much light as it should. So um, I picked one today that I'm loving this story. There's a family whose um, son lives with them still. He's 20 years old. He has autism. And he is an he was an avid fan of the Blockbuster store in their city. Wow! And Blockbuster, you know, they filed for bankruptcy like yeah. years ago, and slowly but surely, Can't boom, find a store they're anymore. all gone. They're yeah, all going. Right. This was a big part of his life. He loved to go, and he always picked out the same movies, and mm-hmm. it brought him great joy. Right. And so, when the Blockbuster in their town closed, his family said, "Okay, we got to do something about this." And so, they put a display rack in their home and got Blockbuster signage. And really? they made a, a whole display rack in, in his home hmm. for him, and he loves it. That is awesome. <laughs> How much do you love that? And I can't even, look, I can't speak intelligently about why that specifically is important to him because I'm not an expert. However, you know, my cousin, her name is Candace. She's a behavioral analyst, and she works with children who have yeah. autism. Right. Candace, thank you for joining us. I'm happy to be here. Yay. So, I mean, I just love this story. What, what does it mean to him? Can you explain what that means to him? Sure, absolutely. Well, you know, when we all have things in our lives that are, that are important to us, and we want to have those things in our home. You know, some people like essential oil diffusers, and some people like crops. <laughs> 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 there you go, Sam. <laughs> some people collect Star Wars memorabilia. You know, <laughs> Sam. Okay. <laughs> I've got to pick on Sam. Yeah, you have to. Anyway, but for our, for our guys with autism, a lot of times um, they can have really kind of either ritualistic or really idiosyncratic um, things that they like or right. things that they, that they enjoy, that they engage in. And so it's really a matter of looking at kind of quality of life and, and human dignity and, and what the kind of things that people like. Mm-hmm. That can be a real deficit area for our for individuals with autism as well. It's right. kind of those leisure and recreation skills. And especially in adulthood, mm-hmm. if he's 20, 21 years old and still at home, yeah. uh, employment and other activities outside the home can be a challenge for, for guys, for people, for many reasons. Right. Um, the fact that the family, you know, took that upon themselves and brought that into the home and recreated that for him, I think is, is really cool. It's awesome, cool. right? It's really cool Man, thing. you explained Absolutely. it so well. You are a, a professional. <laughs> I don't like talking to her, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank, Thank you, Candace. Candace. <laughs> I love you. Love you. Joey's good thing. So as Sam always says with teenagers... Put them to work. That's right. Great summer jobs. They can pay rent. 877-310-4MSJ. Good morning. Hi. My name's Angie, and I have four children, and all of them up to baseball games. 
Oh, sweet. Yeah. And they start them at 13 years old. Ah. Yeah, my oldest, Sammy, one of his uh, summer jobs, because, I mean, he grew up playing baseball, played t- tournament ball and all that stuff. So one summer he decided to be an ump. Right. And he loved umping because, and it was funny because he had played baseball for so long. If the parents would start yelling, it's like, okay, this kid's played for 12 years. He Uh knows the rules better than you, so sit down. (laughs) (laughs) Except you didn't actually say that. Well, no, he didn't, but I mean. (laughs) Yeah. But yes, I have all four of my children started when they were 13 and they umped. Um, The oldest one actually umped until he left. And even when he went to college, he came back and he was the head up for a couple of years. Oh, that's fine. And then the other ones all umped several years so they all enjoyed it and there's not many places that back then they were paying six dollars an hour and that was i mean mm-hmm. six dollars a game working a 13 year old going make six dollars no a way. game yeah it's interesting that Something you say that now and sam one. telling his story about about sammy because it would be really good if it was something that she's interested in more so than just volunteer here or right. there um and she is exactly. way she's a theater kid she wants to be on stage okay. so i'm sure there's some theater camps where she could for younger kids where she could probably you know, volunteer. An option for kids that, that enjoy doing that. No kidding. Thank you, Angie. Appreciate the call. Yeah. Good one. It, you just need, <clears throat> you know, thought starters. That's mm-hmm. what I've found now. I've got so many thoughts running through my head. The best you know. part about a summer job is it, especially if they change them up, you know, I mean, they get a taste of a little of everything before they really get into the working world. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's smart. Yeah. It's smart Instead to do it. Instead of just picking one thing or feeling the pressure to pick one thing. Yeah. 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to join us with what, you know, you think is a good idea for a teenager for a summer job. Yeah, Lauren has one next. Great summer jobs for kids, for teenagers, we mean. 877-310-4MSJ to join us anytime. Hey, Lauren, what you doing? Uh, I'm on the way to school. Awesome. Okay. I was going to talk about um, the summer jobs. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, one is taking care of uh, dogs while, yes. you're, while people are on trips. Yeah. That's good. My baby's done the, that. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing it right now. Awesome. And um, the other one is just washing your neighborhood's cars. So you do this mm-hmm. in the summer? Uh, yes, ma'am. So do you walk up and knock on their door and offer? How do you how do you do it? Well, I've only done it on my parents' vehicles before. Okay. But um, that was a few weeks ago. Yeah. So I'm gonna see later on if my neighbors would like me to. Right. So mm-hmm. I would. You could make a little flyer mm-hmm. and let them know what you offer mm-hmm. and how much you charge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. So how old are you? I am I just turned 14. Nice. So you plan to work some this summer? Yes, ma'am. Awesome. Yeah, I love pet sitting. I love to pet sit. When my kids get invited to pet sit, I love to do it with them because I like to go visit other animals. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you, Lauren, for calling. Thank you for having me on. All right. Call anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Murph, you know, this reminds me that um, Phoebe and one of her friends, a little girl named Meredith, they want to kind of combine those two that Lauren let us know this summer. A dog sitting, walking, and cleaning service. Well, dog wash. Like, you can bring your dog. Getting your pets washed. To our house. Yeah. Or she'll come to your house. And they'll bathe your dog. That's a chore, though. It is a it? chore, but they really want to do it. And I'm down to help them get that done if I possibly can. That's good, honest work that people need. Yeah. And they want to do it. And they made flyers. And they're great. It's like, I, I can't remember the prices, but it's, you know, a little bit more for a big dog. Right. A little bit less for a medium-sized dog and small dogs. 
It's very affordable. They have they <laughs> offer a special flea treatment. I don't know about that. I don't know that they Mr. thought about Sam, that. But we do have lavender oatmeal dog shampoo. Uh, I think it's sweet. Even if it's just one or two that she winds up doing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you can call us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. You can also text that same number. Big summer jobs. What are the perfect summer jobs, really, for teenagers you know, getting out and doing their summer exploration? Hi, Jesse. Hi, how are you? We're great. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm pretty good. Sounds um, like it. I, just, I was just listening to you guys mm-hmm. about um, summer jobs. Yes. And I personally, I started working at a horse farm when I was 11. And I mean, and I work all through high school at different farms mm-hmm. to, you know, pursue my horseback riding. But there were kids there who just came to throw hay bales, mm-hmm. especially like your macho guys. Yeah. Um, and just working on the farm in general, they always pay under the table. It's always <laughs> just summer jobs. Right. And they're looking for those young kids. And I mean, I live on a farm now and we look for, you know, teenagers right. to come work on the farm all the time. I, mean, they can, I think it's like the perfect summer job. It's actual like physical work. It yeah. is. Oh my gosh. When you talk about doing hay, that's hard work. Baling hay is hard. Harder than you think. From 40 to 60 pounds yeah. a bale. Man. I mean, hard work. Talk about being sore. I'm sure a lot of kids can't even oh handle God, it right yeah. away. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's an adrenaline rush. Like when you're standing on that wagon and there's a hay bale flying at you that's 40 pounds, it's an <laughs> adrenaline rush. I weigh, I weigh 120 pounds and I'm throwing those bales around. Wow. So, I mean, it's totally something any anybody can do if they put their mind to it. Right. The hard part is stacking it in the barn. Yeah. <laughs> Pay under the table at the farm. <laughs> I love it, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of farm do you but, live on now? Uh, we just have our own family farm. We have four dogs, a couple cows. Um, we're getting another pig here soon. They usually uh, butcher one a year. We've got chicken ducks. Um, I mean, you're basically family funny farm. couple horses. I ride. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, it sounds lovely. You should do weekend retreats for people who are, you know, uh, you know stressed too out. busy and stressed <laughs> out with the modern world. You got world. it. Exactly. Yeah, that's Jody's kind of getaway. Thank you, Jesse. 877-310-4675 to join us anytime. Love the ideas. Okay, so whether you like it or not, if you're in the single world, dating world, you are judged also by your profession. I think, first of all, it's one of those outer layer things. And then once you get to know somebody, you could, you know, you could overlook anything. Is that because the chicks want to know if I have money? I don't know, Sam. You know what's weird about that? So it says something about who you are, what you do. And it's unfortunate. Yeah, because it, it really shouldn't determine anything to do with the relationship. But think about when but people we're human. when people meet for the first time, that's one of the questions you ask. So what do you do for a living? You exactly. know what I mean? It's just, it's, so it's the course of conversation. It totally, totally is. Look, you don't mean to judge people. And that's what I'm saying. You get to know someone. Maybe they're doing something they don't like right now. Yeah. How many people have to have to do what that you got to do what you got to do? Get a job. Yeah. You know, don't just sit home and dream and wait for the perfect one to come for you because it's not going to necessarily. So I guess, Jody, it would be hypocritical for you to judge me for what I do for a living. It would be hypocritical. <laughs> Been there, done that. Yeah. I will say, before we get to like the number one, is there a certain profession you guys have always been attracted to or you think that the women in that profession yeah, are more I do. Uh, and actually 
former producer Emily's uh, cousin is married to one of these, a Secret Service agent. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. think there's something cool about Secret Service, FBI, law enforcement. So you're to looking me. for a lady like that. You you would think a lady like that oh, is well, hot. No, well, I mean, yeah. I'm but, asking but you specifically if for, you were single. Oh, I, I didn't know that you were. I mean, I was just saying in general for guys or women. I mean, to me, I don't know. There's a mystique that goes with oh, that. Oh, yes. There's a, there's a military, same thing. You know? About you, Sam? If I dated an astronaut, that'd be cool. Okay. How many of those no. are there around? Not many around happen. here. I mean, I've always loved the boys in blue. Yeah, I've always loved police officers. Hmm. I never dated one though. Yeah, came close to dating one. He was. What stopped you? <laughs> I went out with him, but he wasn't a police officer yet. He was uh, going into okay. the academy, yeah. or so he said. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> okay. Anyway, according to dating websites, the number one profession that gets the most oh i'm attracted to this i like this it's a big check mark a positive attorneys mm. oh, okay. the ladies love an attorney and apparently that men love female lawyers too they're well, high see, up on the list yeah i mean yeah it's attractive plus they're very useful they're very I mean, useful think how many times during your life you need an attorney yeah you got a free one there so right. t- tap her or him on the shoulder and go hey uh honey look uh yeah by the way sam um Radio guy's not on there. Darn! So darn! Sorry! I've been using it all these years. Yeah, but the others are on the list at murphysamandjody.com. So, Sam, you still getting your grass cut for free? <laughs> I got my money for nothing and my grass for free, huh? <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm happy for you for it. Yes. Somebody's paying it forward to you, like... I don't know. I, I, I haven't asked. I, I mean, I you know... You know who it is? It's my next-door neighbor, Fred. Have I ever met Fred? Uh, no, no. He's on with the pool. Okay, I don't know if uh, no, I know right. They used to park yourself in his backyard and use his pool. Yeah. You? you don't do it anymore? I haven't been in that pool in a couple of years now. Why not? I don't know. He doesn't bring the net and the accessories he used to bring with it. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, he doesn't the accessories drink anymore. that came in six and 12 packs. Right. You can't go to the pool because you don't drink anymore? Yeah, it's just not the same, you know? You have got to stop that. Both of you not do not living your lives just because you don't drink anymore. Murphy, you want to come over and sit by the pool and drink water? Yeah, you can't sure. escape it. We're going to stay home. Yes, it is everywhere. Do, yeah. It is everywhere. I mean, it's Cinco de Mayo. Oh, I know. That. Yes, yes, you're right. That's you got to live without it. But, That's the point, right? I'm equally as curious about Sam's neighbor because, you know, he's been awesome. He's cutting your grass regularly, right? And I think it's because he, I don't remember he seeing this it? before, but he got a riding mower. Mm. And is it one of those zero turn? What's that what they call them? Zero? No, I don't that think is what it they is. call them. Yeah. I don't think it's a zero turn. Oh. It's just so a you have to think. <laughs> and and it, he's cut it now, I believe, four times in the past few months. That is so nice. So, and what do you do in return? I bought. He's a Corona drinker, so mm-hmm. I bought him twelve packs of Corona. You know, a couple. So go you get are a couple bringing limes. stuff over. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I am bringing beer over there. Um, and, but I think this time when he did it, and I haven't. I just it just hasn't come up. Like, hey, why are you doing this? Because I, 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 I'm sure it's just. Well, you it's, need to talk about it. It's not going to come up until you bring it up. I know, probably. but I guess he's just doing it because he's nice. in the room thing. And it's not like, oh my god, my grass is you know as high as my waist. He's cutting it because it's a nuisance. I know. He's just cutting but, it. He but understand, cut it. he's not going to be the one to walk over, knock on the door. Hey, did you notice? Hey, I, I, wait, you see what I've been doing for you? <laughs> he's right. probably waiting for you to say something. I have said something. I bring him a twelve pack and say thanks. Yeah. <laughs> But I think I'm going to have to kick it up a notch and maybe get like a gift certificate at a restaurant. If he's it's been gonna going continue, on for so long. You well, want I, him to continue? Anybody wants their grass cut free. <laughs> the thing is, I had planned on cutting it this weekend, but he did this on Wednesday of this week. So um, I was like, oh, well, not going to argue with that. So he's keeping a regular schedule every other uh, week? Apparently. 
<laughs> well, he probably enjoys riding it, honestly. Yeah. Right? My daddy used to love to get on his lawnmower and let the world fall mm-hmm. up away, from, yeah. you know? Get away from the women and get out there and it's you and nature. <laughs> Sam, a few weeks ago, our girls won some goldfish at a school fair, which mm-hmm. they've done several Just like years. like they do every, every year. year. <laughs> and every year, we'll put the fish in a little bowl, and they'll die three days later. Yeah. But this year, we decided, okay, here they come. They had three gold. Phoebe had two, and Taylor had one. And so, it's like, okay, we are going to do this right, and we're going to get a real tank with a real filter and all that. Some of our friends recommended that. You know, instead of going the bowl route like we've done previous years, they got mm-hmm. smart about this really inexpensive fish tank. Yeah, so they get oxygen and all that. So right. we did it. It's beautiful. It's round. The girls picked out like these beautiful blue rocks. Okay, here's what I discovered the other night. So we put three fish in here three weeks ago, and now we only have two fish. Mm. Come out, little white and gold one. Where'd you go? Ah, oh, there you are. Oh, 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 that little white and gold one just went for that little skeleton down there. How is that possible? It looks like one to me. Oh my god. Are we going to tell the kids or wait for them to notice? Uh-huh. There's an actual fish skeleton <laughs> sitting you on the bottom of the rocks. Until you shot that video of it, I couldn't see it up that close. It clearly is the third fish or what, what was left of it. A skeleton of it. So that means number three. The girls named oh. him Carl. He died, and they picked apart the rest of his whoa, 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 whoa. Did, did Carl just die, or did, was Carl killed? We don't know. We're busy. I, mean, you got a, a, I don't know. You got a CSI situation here? <laughs> I don't know, but I did That's tell the question, kids that, after, and uh, they were very upset. You know what? Maybe I need to point a security camera at the fish tank and see what's going on here. No, we're yeah. not getting another one. There are two. If one wants to eat another one, then they're going to battle it out and be alone forever. So I would bet. I would bet it's more difficult for two fish to do that than. That's what I'm saying. When there's three, two can gang up on one. Yeah. And by the way, this is like Survivor. An yeah. hour or two later, after I shot that video and broke the news to the kids about Carl, that bone thing was gone too. That's like a Those sardine, little, huh? Whatever happened to fish are friends, not food. Exactly. I didn't know fish ate each other. Especially not goldfish. It's crazy, though, to look at the video. I, I Honestly, in person, I could not see that that was the skeleton. Well, the video clearly Big is. Big screen so, anyway. All right, we all know somebody who is almost always running late, mm-hmm. right? We mm-hmm. all, maybe you're that person. I'm trying not to look at you, Murphy. Yeah, I know. You're funny. <laughs> I'm but, sorry. You know, I'm is, not picking. I am that person, and I know what, what causes it for me is I'm trying to get too much done. Everything is important. You know what I mean? And so I just I just try to tackle too much into a shorter time period. I've had, had com- I've had to have conversations with the kids about that, by the way. The kids are late, too? No, 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 no. The kids being bothered by Daddy always being late. Oh. Because they know that you run late often. Okay? They know you. And well, you know, it's funny. I don't miss planes, and I don't no. miss their school performances and things what? like that. That's true. No, I so don't. when you need, That's when, the, weird, when the pressure's on, dude, you can do it. You can hustle it when it really counts. Is that That's what proves well, that I mean, point. Not only do, do you not miss planes, but you're there the required hour, hour and a half ahead of time. Right, exactly. Wow. It's an oxymoron, <laughs> yes, isn't it, but Sam? Yes, to drive across town. I'm an interesting case study. Mm. Very much so. Anyway, now I've talked to them about it, and I've said, look, girls, I understand, because they're, the, they're at the age where their social life is way important, so yeah. they don't want to be late for things, and they'll be like, Mom, can you bring me instead? Wink, wink. Ha ha. And so I finally I had this conversation with them in the car recently. I said, look, 
He doesn't mean it. He's awesome. You know he's a great daddy. He doesn't even like it about himself when he runs late. So we're all just going to be happier if we just say this is who he is. And I said, don't be upset with him. And they're like, we're not. We understand. We get it. So well, we had a good sweet. conversation about it. But I'm not going to make him late for the important stuff. You know? Right, right. Again, the oxymoron. Joe, so. talk about uh, adjusting to schedule. Like, from no. now on, we're going to lie and tell Daddy 15 minutes early. <laughs> They've mentioned that before, but, you know, mm. I don't know. Case by case, I'll do that. Yeah. Anyway, the deal is, science proves it, all that stuff, that those who are often running late mm-hmm. are more optimistic people they just believe okay there's and they have a lower level of stress in those moments <laughs> you know it's, it's optimistic funny. and a little bit lighter you because know? in the years that i've been doing things with murphy mm-hmm. and been late mm-hmm. it's he, he does <clears throat> in the moment he doesn't realize it's he like doesn't. We, we're gonna make it he it's, doesn't realize that it's, it's like it is we need, we're all stressed like we've got to leave now yeah. and you're, he's like what ifs we got plenty of time i know must be nice over there yeah. <laughs> Our teenager, Taylor, is at that spot where I can't legit, legit get her a job because she's 15, but she wants to do something. Although jobs have fallen in her lap. It's like I got a call a week ago from a friend who wanted her to babysit for a while, and she's not about that. And you know what? I'm not going to force her to do it. I was never. I mm. never babysat. You know, when, in fact, the first time I ever did any of that is when I had her. I was not really? into little kids. I, I spent time around my cousins when I was yeah. growing up, but, but you, I you never, never was into babysitting. Mm-hmm. And so when I was a new mama, baby, I was a new mom. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh my gosh, well, let me keep her alive. You know? Yeah. So, and but <clears throat> some people, you know, she just wasn't interested in that. So she turned down that. Even last well, summer, she was offered a, a babysitting, babysitting job that would last a couple of months. You know, those kind of odd job things are kind of cool because a lot of times you can do those in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like your grass cutting business, Murphy, from when you That's, were a teenager? Yeah. And I don't, you know what? It wasn't really a business back then. I was only cutting three yards in the neighborhood, but I was putting 45 bucks a week in my pocket, yeah. you know, which yeah. wasn't bad. Right. Did you ever do anything in the summer uh, even for, for money, Sam? Uh, not until high school. Okay. I mean, well, yeah, you know, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, like working at a TV station one summer. Wow. Doing, th- you know, cutting grass. And, oh, and doing whatever. Yeah, it wasn't like I was, wasn't running the cameras or writing Did stuff. Did you like... Sounds go, really good to say it. Yeah, I worked at the TV station. <laughs> Did you go like knock on their door and, and apply or was it somebody got you that? Uh, they, was that dad, somebody you knew? My dad right. knew somebody that knew somebody and then, right. you know, I was interested in the media. So it's yeah. like, yeah, let's throw him over there. This is, I'm thinking about this so hard and heavy because I really do believe that it's true in life, not just for kids. A friend of mine told me this and she works with children, a mentoring program. Her motto is if you stay busy, you'll stay out of trouble. Yeah. Now, I do yeah, want our kids true. to have a summer. Right. You know, I want them to have some of the spoils of summer because they've earned it and they work hard, but not all summer laying around looking at devices. No. So we're kind of, you know, just wanted to kick this idea around what are the best summer jobs for teenagers yeah. right now. Sure. Let us know. 877-310-4MSJ. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We do know that director John Favreau, who's fantastic, is uh, working with Disney for the new live action The Lion King. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for that. And so he took to social media this weekend to announce some big actors attached to the project. Okay, so from the, from the series Atlanta, it's Donald Glover, who will be Simba. Cool. Loving that, and that's a big deal. And James Earl Jones, of course, will be Mufasa. Simba. 
You have forgotten who you are, and so forgotten me. Well, you can't have anybody else. That was 1994 that'd, that'd when like he sounded like that. Somebody I, else voicing Darth Vader, you know? you just It'll never it doesn't happen. Hap- well, it'll happen well, one day. Yeah, that's but true. But here's the deal. that I hope his voice is, I mean, his voice is probably very different, even oh, though it's still they, his. They can fix it electronically. I know. It's, they're calling it CGI rich, but think the Jungle Book. But Lion King, the Lion King live action. We have no release date yet. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. What are the best summer jobs for teenagers? Because as Sam said, put them to work. That's right. They okay. want to lay around if all summer. If they want to, what are the best summer jobs? 877-310-4675. How are you, Sheila? I'm great. Um, just calling to tell y'all, a friend of mine and I, we would go through the neighborhood and wash everybody's cars. Mm-hmm. And yes. we would get paid for it, and we had people who we washed their cars every week. Wow. Now, did you have a, a stock Smart. price for it, or did they just pay you what they felt like? Um, we usually, I think, I'm thinking we got $5 a car. Yes. I like that. That's a good idea. Plus, you get to be outside and play in the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we use their water, and, you know, so mm-hmm. it, was, it was, you know, I think if they wanted extra, we got a little more. Yeah. And sometimes they would tip us if, you know, if we did extra stuff, too. Yeah. Huh. You got to be shown how, though. Yeah, like you don't want to use the wrong things on a car. Right. You, you got to go to the, the auto store and get, get car wash and, and stuff, because you don't want to use dish soap. No, <laughs> no right. but it was a great way to make money and we didn't have to have a car to get us around or our parents to take us. We would just go from door to door. Yeah, yep. with your bucket and stuff. A little different today, but That's you can it. still wash cars of people you know in your neighborhood if they're, you know, down for it. That's yeah. right. Thank you, Sheila. It's, she's so right, though. You've got to have the right stuff because when I was in high school, we had a, one of the club car washes and for whatever reason, one of my uh, fr- friends picked up a wire brush instead of an actual tire brush and rubbed that on the paint of the side of somebody's minivan and tore it. Yeah, it was bad. Do you know what happened after? Like, what was the owner of the minivan like with that situation? They weren't happy about it, and plus you know where all the car wash money went (laughs) to pay for the repair. Are those wire brushes for tires? Actually, I mean, I guess there was a time, but I wouldn't even use a wire brush. There should have been a wire brush in that bucket. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> Mr. Safety. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sheila. Keep them coming. Your ideas about the best summer jobs for <laughs> teenagers. We love hearing from you. We got a really cool Facebook comment today that uh, producer David mentioned, but I want you to bring it back up because we've talked so much lately about the show on Netflix, 13 Reasons Why, and teenagers' minds and hearts being you know, a little different because they're not fully adults yet. And mm-hmm. we kind of maybe expect them to think and feel the way adults do. Right. Mm-hmm. Karen, Karen, Rodin? Yeah, Karen Rodin, after she heard us talking about that and she was explaining how she had a biology teacher that would take random days to discuss life with them. That's a good teacher. And one of the her favorite sayings that stuck with her still to this day is the quote was puppy love is real to puppies. The teacher told her that their lives would be easier if parents would realize that. Yeah. She says that she'll remember that one day whenever her son becomes a teenager. Yes. Oh my gosh. Why do we do that? Why do we still think that it's it's funny. Your first initial thing is, well, you're just a kid. You don't know enough yet I think for that a, to be real. That's an old generation thing, I think, an old school mm-hmm. thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Today, we're a little more savvy, I think, than we used to be. And it, yeah. you know, it doesn't mean that we need to pad every moment for them. Yeah. But we do need to understand that what they're feeling is just as real. It's well, just yeah. different. When a teen, let's just say this. When a teenager loves someone, you're thinking in your mind, 
well, you're going to yeah. love again and again, and this right. might not be it. But to them, it is. It. It's everything. Yep. And it is real. So thank you for that, Karen. I love it. Reach out anytime on Instagram or Facebook. I read this story, uh, okay, that, and it was it's something that I didn't know existed for um, veterans of the Pearl Harbor attack. Okay. Um, gentleman died, and then he died last September, 94 years of age. He was one of the... Uh, 300 and I believe 335 that got off of the USS Arizona on the day that Pearl Harbor happened. Was he also one of the last survivors? Yeah, there's only five or six. Yeah, Yeah. right. And uh, his whole thing was throughout his entire life, he meant to go back and visit, meant to go back. He never got back there. So he died this past September. Just this past weekend, he was laid to rest inside the Arizona. Oh, really? I I didn't know this existed, but those who... Served on the Arizona, were there per the day of Pearl Harbor, December seventh, nineteen forty one, and survived. They are afforded that that they privilege. Can do that. It's just oh, like military yeah. can be, you know, up in Arlington, you yeah. can be interred. Well, if you happen to be on the ship that day and you survive the attack, you can actually have yourself like your your remains, remains buried. And so they had a service. Oh my uh, gosh! Some divers took to the urn with his ashes, and they dove down, and they put him somewhere and so now oh, he's down there for eternity wow and i didn't know that existed i didn't either Does, did his family go and was it a whole big deal or do you know that jody's thinking that. free trip to hawaii <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> on the government's nickel huh no i'm thinking pay respects and get to yes. see the beauty of that mm-hmm. i know you do there are 41 other uh, arizona survivors who are well were survivors who are also buried in there now